Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, Commanders fans? Welcome into Believe in Commanders. Coming at you a couple days late. Tough loss. Had to digest a few things. I went up there. This is Brian Murphy. Went up there for the game. Had to sleep it off. Uh, whirlwind. Uh, just in a bad mood right after the game. So we're coming to you a couple days late. But I'm with my man, AAA, Anthony Armstrong. How are you doing? Other than the obvious that we'll get to. I can tell you, right now, I'm doing amazing. I started good, good. the day with you know good little affirmation I saw on the social media. It's a it. universe, universe, show me how good it can be. That's what I said. And the day's been great since then. Had a little massage. Um, I think I needed that after that game, though, too. I, I It was like that game was so draining. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was physically and mentally draining. And um, But now we good. We good. Yeah. We rinsed it off, flushed it. Let's move it forward. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're past the 24-hour rule that we have had, that you have had, but we still got to talk about it, break it down a little bit as uh, we talk about everything that went wrong in that Sunday night dud. That's what I'm calling this one, a Sunday night dud, which is it absolutely was. But, hey, you're still in the seventh spot. You still got the season in front of you. Um, but before we get to all that, there's so much, there's so many layers to all this. But tell us about our guys at Bet Online, uh, where you can put in your AAA parlay and all your bets uh, for the rest of the football season and the NBA season. Yes, indeed. The NBA is in full effect. I mean, teams are making, you know, jostling for positions now and getting into the big time Christmas Day games. And you can bet those on Bet Online. It's your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You're going to find those latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends all over there at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online has live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. I wonder if they can put something in your stocking for Christmas. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, MMA, NHL, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE. To get your rewards, all right, it's 50% welcome bonus. You also, you put in 100, they're going to give you 50. Use that code BELIEVE, get that code B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. That's right, and and Oliver is freaking out, man. He just suffered his first loss. He is now 4-1-1, so Mm. I got my five-week-old here. He's he's not having it today. He's still frustrated about it, but – Let's get into it. The Sunday night dud, like I said, we're going to call it. What uh, What are your initial thoughts? Obviously, I was there, and I'll, I'll talk about my experience there. But watching it on TV, everything you know was was hyped up coming into this game. Everything was right there in front of you. And then at the end of the day, they they came out flat. They came out and and lost a big one. And now they're 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 reeling a little bit. So, what are your initial thoughts after that loss to the Giants? Oh man, there was so much that went down in that game. And on Twitter, I was I was one of many that was highly upset with the the officiating at the end. Oh yeah. Um, and yes, I know you don't have you don't want to put it on the refs. You don't want to sit there and blame the refs. And say, well, we lost because of the guys in black and white. That's not why. That's not why I posted that. I posted that because it, it was bad. It was some mm-hmm. egregiously bad calls that were. I, I, well, one was called, and then one wasn't called in almost successive plays. So it's like it, it was very frustrating to have the game end that way, especially uh, having it it's, – it's, it's not really ended on the field per se. Like it's not 
just like, hey, New York stopped him. Like the guy was draped all over Chris Curtis Samuel and then knocked the ball away. Like, hey, that's a, that's a flag. They call they throw PIs for less when it's an open in the open field. So my initial thought was just very upset with the, the officiating. Um, but you, you look at the performance of the team, kind of hit and miss, kind of hit and miss. Um, and and thinking about it today, it's almost it's like the the running game with Robinson is really good, but then it's almost like you have too many weapons and you're trying to get everybody involved. So then you go empty and you got Curtis Samuel in the backfield on third and one and you hand it to him. I like the play call. I don't like the personnel. Like put yeah. eight in there. You know what I'm saying? So uh, come out in the second half, Terry McLaurin show, and that's great. And that got things rolling. But it was like you could they, they Scott, Scott Turner hadn't found a way to intertwine both of those aspects into a drive. It's almost as if he comes out and he's like, this one's I'm going to run, and this time I'm going to pass. And, you know, he kind of sticks to a certain script. I mean, I don't know. That's how it felt. You know, that's how it felt. But they, they fought, they scratched, they clawed, but uh, they just left left a little bit too much meat on the bone and, and came up short at the end. Yeah, it really it was frustrating. It felt like, you know, obviously there are different things that you see when you're at the game versus watching on TV. So obviously, you know, I, I agree with you about the officiating, um, you know, absolutely absurd watching it again. Obviously, we don't see a whole lot of replay when we're in the stadium. So, you know, I just kind of thought it was a bad lineup. That kind I didn't realize that Terry McLaurin asked him twice. You know what I mean? Twice. Like that's, that's that's egregious. That is terrible. And 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 he got confirmation. The guy said you're right. good. Yeah, Terry. I don't. I said I don't know Terry personally, but from everything that you've heard about this guy, yep. I don't think he's gonna get up there and lie. Number mm -hmm. one, like he he's a stand up guy. He's gonna say, yeah, I I I don't think I was up. I, I thought I was there, but I might have been a little bit. He's like, no, I checked twice, and he said, yeah, I'm good. I, I don't see how you're gonna have your best player just signed a big deal. Just all he does is do the right thing. And now in yep. this situation, he doesn't line up. That's a peewee league penalty. That yep. if, if if it was a rookie, I'd have been like, I, I get it. It's not acceptable, but I get it, right? You get a rookie in there and he doesn't scoot up enough. I get it. If it was some sort of exotic, you know, explode to a different formation and things are shifting and changing around, I get it. Because those are one-off situations. But this guy lines up every single time at receiver on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. No, no it doubt about sense. it. And listen, you, you already said you can't let it come down to the you can't let it come down to the officials. But it also I know, Oliver, I know it's bad. You yeah. you you can't let it come down to the officials, but it also there are bad calls. And that's a terrible call right there in that situation. And then to follow it up with an even worse non call. I mean, I get it's kind of like at the the end of a, a basketball game. You're going to kind of let things go. But when yeah. it's that that obvious, how, I don't know how you can't can't do can't pull that flag there but yeah, the end, frustrating but but at the end of the day the commanders left so much uh, out there on the field like you you kind of talked about fumbling twice uh you know one leading to a, a a touchdown obviously and one uh not allowing you to kick a field goal uh when you were down six so you didn't even you wouldn't have even needed a touchdown or i'm sorry down five you would have been you know within a couple of points it, it was bad all over the place so while the refing was was terrible the commanders left a whole lot to be desired too. And I'm with you. I don't understand how, you know, watching at the game, even though I was real high up, maybe the last row of the stadium, I was in the building. 
I could see from up there that the Giants could not tackle Brian Robinson. They could not bring him down. Even when it looked like they brought him down, he still pulled them four or five yards. And then to switch it up and go finesse and go with a, a you know smaller guy and Curtis Samuel, who who does find some success at times, but you got to ride that hot hand. And the fact that Brian Robinson only had four second half carries, it just That's felt bad. choppy, and it was an indictment on the entire um, the entire game. And I'm with you; it just there wasn't an identity in that game. They didn't really get in um, into a rhythm, and when they did, it's it's you're right. It felt like Scott Turner was like, "Oh wait, I was going to call this play." Let me make sure I get it in. And it was just at the weirdest spots. And it's yeah. it's frustrating when you lose a game, but it's frustrating when you lose a game like that where a couple of things go the right way or you stay doing what you were doing successful and you come away with a huge win. It's just a bitter taste in my mouth even now, uh, almost 48 hours later. Yeah, it's like you bring it up again. You're like, oh, yeah, that did kind of suck. But I don't know. I mean, it, there are a lot of weapons on the offense. There's a lot to work with. And, I mean, it's like almost – it's like. Was that a bad matchup against New York? Like it's, it's like I said, I said before. I think I said it before. They're not as great in the past and game. I mean, you saw how Philly lit them up. So I think they saw that and were like, "Ooh, let's do that." But also, let's run it. You know, and I and you got to do both. But I think you got to go back, look at the tape situationally, and say, "Hey, eight needs to be in there anytime it's third and second and under." Even if you're going to pass it, put eight back there. I'm, I love that you give Curtis Sam a chance to run the ball. Um, he's effective with it, like you said. But situationally, I need my bulldozer to be back there um, and run straight down people's throats. And, and I don't know. Well, yeah. it'll, it'll get figured out. The best part about it, though, Brian, they're sitting seventh. They're That's still right. in the playoffs right. right now. That's right. Absolutely. You got to look forward to it. Yeah. You still have it all in front of you. You go win these last three games as tough as that may be. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into that later on in the week coming up with the 49ers, um, that kind of thing. Uh, but it's all right there in front of you. You're still in a good spot. You're still in the seventh spot and uh, it, it's all right there. It is, it is frustrating as, as we knew what a win would do for your playoff chances. Now you got to fight a little bit, but it, but it's right there in front of you. And so now how does this team respond? I felt like, all season long, this team has been, you know, how how have they responded? They kind of get mm-hmm. dealt a blow. They go out there and they they follow it up pretty nicely. They, yeah. You know, they they lost a tough one to Minnesota. They followed it up and uh, got a win against uh, the Eagles. Or am I mixing that up? Either way, they they yeah. follow up a loss with with a with a good. Um, uh, reaction. So now it's, uh, you know, it's Ron Rivera. It's these leaders of this team. What do they do from here? And and that's the biggest thing. Are they going to let this kind of be the start of a snowball or are they going to get it back together and realize, Hey, we still have everything in front of us. Let's go make it happen. And yeah. I tend to believe from what I've seen this year and not just being a homer that they're going to turn it around. They're going to, you're, they're going to be right there. Uh, but you know, it still is, uh, it's, it's frustrating, but, but it is right there. That's the positive that you got to take from it. Yep, and they they have a tough matchup coming up this weekend, Christmas Eve up yeah. there, all the way across in San Francisco. So it's a short week, and they're going from a Sunday night to mm-hmm. uh, to a Saturday game. They're gonna have to travel on Friday. It's a well, five six hour flight. What you got? One thing off the bat, you know, you had two weeks off and you came out with this dud. Maybe this team's this team is better with less time to prepare. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that's no, a thing. It is a thing. I mean, sometimes you keep your rhythm because you, you think about it when you get into the playoffs. Some they're sometimes they're like, oh, that first round bye isn't that good. I mean, you mm-hmm. go back years back, whenever 
uh, Cowboys and Tony Romo had went to Cabo and he was, you know, and they were right, like, Oh right. yeah, we went to Cabo and everybody was, and then they came back and then they, they laid an egg. So, um, Oh, the, the, the season is long. It's a long grind. And I know I said, don't go nowhere. Uh, and I mean, yeah, go take them, go take a little trip, take a little time to yourself, but um, definitely would have loved to see a little bit, a little bit more of a, a little bit more fire out of them. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. You know, you're looking at the, the upcoming games and you've got, you know, Dallas is the last game of the year. Um, you've got, like I said, you've got San Francisco right here. Um, and then you got Cleveland too. In the middle. So yep. Cleveland yeah. in the middle. And, and, and frankly, none of them are slouches. No, none of them are slouches. You, you got to find a way to put some good stuff on tape. And this is going to be a hell of a test. Like, yeah. like we, we've been talking about D'Amico Ryan's like solidifying and putting a stamp on his name of being a, a next head coach somewhere. Scott Turner, this is this is your other competition because his name has been circled around as, as a potential head coaching candidate in places too. So, yeah, you got D'Amico Ryan versus Scott Turner. This is a big matchup uh, this upcoming week. So, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll preview that later on. Yeah. But yeah, just yeah. looking ahead, it's, you know, it's, it's not an easy road. No. Um, you, you face some heavyweights. You definitely face some heavyweights, but it doesn't mean – I still think they can be successful. I think so too. Um, but, but the thing that also you have to keep an eye on, and I, I mentioned it kind of at the end of our, our preview pod, uh, the lions, they're surging. They're sitting there at seven and seven. You're at seven, six and one. Uh, that means that if the lions catch you, uh, which they're a half game back or however it works with the tie in there, the ties benefiting you against the lions, the lions beat you in week two. So you've got them breathing down your neck. So yeah, you you don't have any room for error. You got to figure it out. And you know, as bad as uh, Sunday night was, we've I think it's a cliche, but we've said it. It's a week to week league. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can't go out there and, and and put together a great game plan for the 49ers, uh, and and kind of stun them and surprise them. Uh, they they are coming off a, a big division uh, division win to to win the division. Maybe they take a breath and kind of take you lightly, and you're able to kind of punch them in the mouth. But yeah, they yeah. absolutely have the chance to respond. And it's now down to this three week stretch. Yeah. And and I was thinking about it, and I, I you kind of say it, there. You know, you can certainly find negatives in a win, and you can find positives in a loss. I think Jahan Dotson is a special weapon. You got to get him more involved. You see, you saw what he can do. There are some guys, as you mentioned, there are weapons on this team that can be trouble for other teams. Now, unlike on Sunday, you got to go out there and you got to establish it. They got punched around a little bit. They kind of let the Giants dictate to them. And, yeah. you know, these last three weeks, they've got to be the one to, to be assertive and to go out there and to dictate how they're going to play. Yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau uh, had a had a career half. I goodness, he had a game yeah. worth of just plays, and I don't know. He's a special player. Um, I'm pissed that he got off that game and he started yeah. to show up because they were like he doesn't have as many sacks as, as you would expect from him. And then here you go, sack, fumble, touchdown. Like, dang. Yep. Why'd you say that, Chris Collinsworth? <laughs> Wasn't very really nice. I, I went and quickly pulled up the the Lions schedule. The Panthers on Christmas Eve. The Bears on New Year's Day, and then uh, the Packers, uh, and that game is TBD. So they're they're gonna probably flex that. Yeah. You're looking at essentially. I mean, if I'm looking right now, you're gonna have to say definitely could get two of those. Yeah, you know, definitely could get two three. of those. Yeah, but it could really end up being all three. I mean, the way that those guys play and they're and they're motivated now. 
They are yeah. heated. I mean, they're rolling. So I don't know. It's because I'm going to let them other folks do it. And I'm going to just read up on, on the different playoff scenarios. Right. You, told me, you told me there was a website, though. You said there's a website that has something like that? Yeah, so 538. So uh, it's I think it's part of ESPN. They do a lot of uh, really good um, predictions or percentages, that kind of thing. I'm trying to okay. pull it up now. Um, but, yeah, it, it's – we weren't kidding. I mean, Sunday was huge. Now the Giants go – um from you know the giants go from behind the commanders now to a 90 percent chance to to be in the playoffs right now they're sitting at 87 percent. the commanders are at 35 percent. the lions um are sitting at 40 percent. so they're saying the mm -hmm. lions even though they have a worse record than the commanders right now have a a, a mm -hmm. better chance at, at getting to the playoffs mm -hmm. um uh, you don't want to harp again on the giants loss but it really it sets you back, and now you're you're looking at a, a 49ers team that is really tough, and you can't say it's a must win, but it feels like it's kind of a a, a must win in a yeah. way. Off off script, and I know we'll address it. And this is going to be all going around, but is is now the time that you see Chase Young? <sighs> Man, I I don't. To me, so I, I want to ask you this. I, I don't know. I, at this point, I'm not sure. I don't know when you see him if at all because I felt like Sunday was the perfect time to debut in a, a nationally televised game and a game that you had to have. So I, I thought we might be surprised to him, you know, being a late, uh, you know, addition. I know yeah. it was coming out Sunday morning that that wasn't going to happen, but I, I don't know. I don't know when we see him. I don't. I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it makes sense to have him in these last three games. You'd like to see him out there, but if – there's something going on there. You don't want to jeopardize it this late in the season now, that, yeah. you know, just to try to make something happen. Yeah. My question to you is, do you think it's a mental thing for him? Do you think it's a team thing or what, what is the holdup here? Cause it seems like we should have seen him by now. I've seen some reports where it, it's really just come down to him being mentally ready. Like it, it seems like he's, a, he's the only one holding himself back and, and I can understand it. Um, I haven't had any ACL injuries, fortunately, and not going on wood, um, but I've had like hamstrings, okay, and where it's not the same, but where you can understand it is I'm a fast person, and if I'm running and I feel something in there, I won't be confident to run my fastest speed because I'll be afraid of re-injury, um, so if he doesn't feel confident in doing some of the moves that he would want to do on the field, um, then, you know, he's, that's probably one of the reasons why he's saying, you know, I'm not yet, not yet. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've been so hopeful. You know, you're like, oh, man, I want to see Chase get out there. Um, and I'm fine with being patient. You know, I, 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 I would say falling to 30 percent chances of making it. Plus, you're going up against a running attack with a running attack with San Fran, a running attack with a big ass running back with with Cleveland, and then you got what Dallas does. You're right? It may be you may just need to say, you know, go ahead and chill. Let's just let's just finish this thing out with who we got. Um, but I mean, obviously, if he's on the 53, then they'll just continue to you know have him inactive, um, and you know that, that's just basically will be what it is. Um, I'm at the point where if he shows up, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if not, no worries, you know, get healthy, you know, take care of yourself. We'll, we'll need you in the future type of a thing. So yeah. de definitely not writing him off. No, I don't say trade him. No, I don't, do the, I don't get into all that stuff because that's when you start to make players like material possessions. All right? Right. He's a, he's a, he's a, a human being who, who had a catastrophic injury um, and he's trying to get himself right. So let him get himself right. 
and a lot of times this is the thing that I've thought all along. I guess people are saying that, you know, it's over, it's been over a year since he's been hurt. And I think Adrian Peterson was just kind of the, the exception of the rule with how fast oh, he's a freak. He came back. Right. He's a freak. So most of these guys that we see tear an ACL and I'm over generalizing are, you know, position, you know, skill players, right. You're making those cuts, that kind of thing. Well, those skill players are what, maybe 200 pounds, 220. I look a quick Google search and Chase Young is 45 additional pounds. You can't tell me that that's not part of it too. And so for me, it's like, you can't put a timeline on this guy. And so maybe it was a rush, you know, a month ago to say that he was, available or practicing i know they had a timeline that they had to hit that kind of thing but i don't think any of these knee injuries are are the same you can't just say oh it's a torn acl and chalk it up to 12 months when a guy is almost 300 pounds six foot five that's a little bit different than your your slot receiver you know i'm thinking about jameson williams on the lions tearing it in january being back less than a year later that's totally different and so that's the part that that like i don't think it's fair to chase young now uh you know if it is mental, if it is, you know, if he's he's worried about it, then he shouldn't be playing. If there's any doubt, you know, you can't be playing scared. Um, but I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't I don't want to put a negative connotation on the guy. I think that this is, uh, like you said, it could be a life changing injury. Make sure you're right. Make sure you're good to go because you don't want that to happen again and and derail your career even further. Yeah, he's he'll be, he'll be all right. He's gonna be fine. He'll end up suiting up again. So we just be patient. Just yeah. be patient. Just be patient. Pump the brakes. All right. So I pulled up the the playoff odds since we did it last week when we were feeling positive. Let's let's pull it up now when we're kind of feeling in the dumps. Let's the, see. The Commanders right now have a. Uh, sorry, I, let me clear it back out. I was pl- already playing with it. So the Commanders right now thirty five percent chance. Lions with a forty percent chance. The Commanders win regardless of what the Lions do. They jump up to sixty five percent chance where the Lions drop down to a 31% chance. Hmm. If the Lions beat the, the Panthers, they jump back up to a 50% chance. So it's 55-50. Now, if they, the, the Lions beat the, the Panthers, you still with me? Is that making sense? I'm, I'm following. Lions beat the Panthers. If the Lions beat the Panthers and you drop against the 49ers, the Lions have a 65% chance. You're down to 13%. Good number, but bad percentage to have. Yeah, that's right. And likelihood to make to the playoffs. So you, I mean, you gotta, you gotta pull the upset. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I really feel like you gotta beat the 49ers. And again, it's not over, and things could change, and uh, you never know what can happen week to week. But uh, this is where you put yourself at. It's kind of back up against the wall. Uh, yeah. Go make it happen. Yeah, and and I, I honestly. I told you, I've said it all the time. I think winning is is the way you need to try to do. Try to win. Try to win. Try to win. I mean, people are going to be like, oh, just, let's just tank it so we can get a better draft pick. No. Almost said a bad word. We got kids in the building. <laughs> That's right. Um, look, just still try to win. You got a chance to get in there because I think a matchup against Minnesota is favorable for you. Um, but I think now th- this takes me back to when I was in Miami, 2008. Remember when the Wildcat came out? Oh, yeah. Bill Belichick uh, didn't know what to do when Tony Sperano called, uh, told the offensive coordinator to go ahead and put that wildcat in there, and mm-hmm. it took over the league. No, I'm not saying go put in the wildcat, but I ne- I think you need to just come up with some wrinkles. Yeah. If it's a two-quarterback system, because I know people start to say, hey, maybe we need to think about putting Wentz in there, but find some way to to get a W. Get, cre- get creative. Do something 
that way you can at least try to make some and give yourself a chance, give yourself a chance to, to, to get into the tournament. I'm with you. And, you know, you, you kind of built this reputation as a team that's going to kind of pound the rock a little bit. And then what, where did you find success against the Giants? You come out in the second half. I don't know the breakdown, but I felt like they were throwing the ball all over the place. You throw yeah. a nice strike to Jahan Dotson. And then even late in the game, you're at your own nine yard line. You fire up a 60 yarder to Jahan Dotson. So maybe it's not even anything drastic like that trick plays and whatnot. But maybe you come out kind of firing, go no huddle a bunch of different times, just mix up yeah. your tempo. Whereas you've kind of become, um, or at least when they've been successful, they've they've kind of held onto the ball and controlled the clock. Maybe yeah. you try to speed it up a little bit. But I'm with you. You got to throw something at them, especially when, you know. And I don't think it's a knock. I think the the 49ers, their defense is just just really good. I feel like if you're at a disadvantage, you got to come up with something that puts you at an advantage, and maybe that's the way to do it. Absolutely. But there's one thing that I wanted to add and I wanted to bring up. Um, I don't know if you got to stop by there, but I said, oh, there it is. I'm back. The okay, Sean Taylor. Yeah, I kind of glitched out. The Sean Taylor tribute was updated. Yeah. Rightly I, I, updated, correctly updated. So I, I'm glad they updated it, painted yeah. the uh, tape, the face mask. They swapped out Nike jerseys for for Reebok. And mind you, I didn't know that it was Nike. I didn't realize it was Nike jersey before. Um, so I'm wondering why in the hell didn't you do it right this first time? I know. I think that's, I think that's everybody's feeling. I'll be honest. I, I maybe I'm not the, the best fan to talk to about that, but when I go to a game, I don't want to leave my seat and I legitimately did not leave my seat. Uh, mm -hmm. so I, I went up there and I sat and I, I watched the game, but I heard about it afterwards and I will say what well, it's better late than never. Right. So that they, yeah. they got it right is a, is a good thing. And, um, I missed the opportunity to go see that, but um, I'm glad they, they were able to tweak that a, a little yeah. bit to at least make it more realistic to the way Sean played. Yeah, um, and the way he's remembered, too. Yeah. And, I, and I, I wasn't upset about the face mask not being taped, but I'm more happy that they did tape it. Well, that was his iconic thing, right, was the, the yeah. face mask and all that. Um, one thing I was going to say from being there, and I, I don't know how much it's seen on the sideline. I don't, I don't really recall seeing it a whole lot. Uh, while watching, but uh, Carson Wentz was, you mentioned two quarterbacks. So that's what made me think about it. And I don't know if they would go to that system like the Texans have uh, might be a little bit drastic, but Carson Wentz was throwing the ball a lot on the sideline. So, so yeah. Taylor Heineke would throw the ball before going out there. I think that's pretty common for the starting quarterback to do, yeah. but Carson Wentz was throwing the ball a whole lot and he was even doing some rollouts and he was doing a couple of different things that that I thought was a little bit interesting and maybe that's mm -hmm. what he does every week I don't know like I said I don't see it a whole lot on on the TV but I thought it was interesting because he was you know just kind of firing it over to the receiver that would toss it to Taylor but then he would kind of do a, a fake handoff and he'd roll out a little bit kind of almost yeah. like he was running different scenarios so yeah. I don't know if that's a a thing that he's being told to stay ready. Obviously, you have to yeah. as the backup quarterback, but just thought it was a little interesting. Yeah, I mean that that is that's pretty. It's, I, I'm gonna say that's some pro level preparation. You know what I mean? Just like hey, every rep that you take, even if you just play and catch, you can you can work something. That's a thing that um, we do in the league. When I'm training training kids, training athletes, I tell you, hey, say hey, look, just because I'm telling you to run down here doesn't mean that you can't like work on your stance and start. Right. Find something to work on all the time. And um, him working on the rollouts is definitely staying ready. Uh, but you just you know, he, he's not just going to be over there, you know, throwing up a yeah. lollipop. So it's good that he's definitely staying ready on movement. But that is interesting. Good catch from, uh, yeah. from up there. Yeah. And, and I 
I wouldn't have thought anything of it because I'm, I'm sure backup quarterbacks throw the ball around too. Like, like I mean, the, you know, one play in a, in a violent game, you're right back in there. What what got me was it wasn't just like a rollout. He was rolling out the other way a couple of times. He was yeah. doing a couple of different things, which made me think, you know, he's uh, he's definitely going to be ready should he, should that happen. So maybe close with this. I, I, Ron Rivera said they're sticking with Taylor Heineke. At what point, when would you go back to Carson Wentz? What would it take over these last three weeks? Man, I tell you, I will tell you this. Um, if 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 you go way down and you feel uh, if you lose the if the unfortunate circumstance comes up where you're in that thirteen percent you know range of making it into the playoffs, um, maybe that's when you just say go ahead and give it back to them just for the final two games. Um, that way, you know, you can just get some more reps on him and, and get him back in your system a little bit. I don't know. Uh, but then also I could say, hey, let Taylor just finish out the year. It's two games. Um, and then you can address what you want to do in the following season uh, because a lot of people are going to bring Sam Howell's name up into the mix as well. So um, if anything, I've, I've, I, you put Carson in to let him see what he looks like on tape post-injury uh, and then use those two games to help evaluate uh, the entire season because I think at that point you'll have – close to a similar amount of games from both players. Um, you'll have some decent tape where you can see how Carson has looked with the offense, and, and you can see what what Taylor has done with the offense, and maybe it helps him get a better evaluation. Um, I mean, I'm, I say, you know, it's fine to stick with Taylor. Um, you know, he moves the team, you know, and they said it on the broadcast. He has it. He's the, he's the guy. The teammates look to him. He's the guy. So uh, as long as they're listening, as long as they're favorable with it, I say you stick with Taylor, but you think about it. If you lose this game and Detroit wins um, and you don't have m- much to play for, I'm using air quotes if you're listening uh, on, on our many streaming platforms. If you're, if you're out of it, quote unquote, then maybe you go back. But then also you could say, hey, Sam Howell. Let's see what you can do. Let's give everybody a chance, and then you can just go out in the offseason and start to evaluate your quarterback position. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you ride with, with Taylor Heineke, but then, you know, if things go off the rails, it's almost uh, not actually a win-win, but you you really can't go wrong with all three of those guys. You might want to see what Taylor, how he finishes out the season. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you that you could see what Carson Wentz still has, you know, to bring for, for beyond. And then, you know, do you get a look at kind of like the Falcons did? They decided to go with their rookie quarterback. Do you put Sam Howell in there just to see how he handles things? So, uh, you know, it's a, it would be a, like I said, not, not a good thing, but you could, you couldn't really go wrong with who you started at quarterback if, and when you're out of it, but everything's in front of them. It's about beating the 49ers go out there, shock the world, get a big win and get right back in this. And then it, it won't matter. You roll with Heineken, you roll into the playoffs. That's what I'm hoping happens. That's what's going to happen. They go slide over there into Levi, the jeans palace, what they call it, the palace of jeans right. or something like that. So they got a hell of a matchup. But and, and, and for as much ball. as much as people want to say Kyle Shanahan is a genius, genius, I think he's one and two against the commander slash football team slash Redskins. So uh, they've they've had his number since coming back for most of the time. I, I think I'll double check that. But go 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 uh, beat your your former friend there and and get everything back right on track. But we'll talk about that more later on this week as we roll into Christmas. I can't believe we were almost there playing on Christmas Eve. Uh, games start again on Thursday. So make sure you get your bets in and uh, head over to BetOnline.ag and use our code Believe B L E A V. 
50% welcome bonus there. Don't forget to do that. Yes, indeed. Listen to us on TuneIn Radio, SiriusXM. You can see us on Watch Stadium here and there and, and all your favorite streaming platforms. Share it with a friend, y'all. Go ahead and tweet yeah. it and retweet it and, and repost it and send it to somebody. Put it in the stock and stuff and give it as a Christmas gift, birthday gift, all those things. Yeah, and we're on YouTube, too. So if you want to see my five-week old, he's pretty cute. He's, uh, he's kind of chilling here with us, too. So we had a third yeah. co-host. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for checking us out in a whole bunch of different ways. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be back to preview the 49ers game later on this week. Y'all be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.